Relevant content for our members by our members. This is TMC Connect. What does strong? Okay, what does stronger self um, mean to you? And just if you want to put in one word or a couple of words, or if you want to unmute yourself and kind of say some things, but. You know, what is it? How would you describe that? What adjectives would you use um, to describe your stronger, your stronger self, your best self, or who is the you that you're most proud of? Just those kinds of words. So if you want to just chat with those, or um, like I said, if anybody wants to come off mic, that's confidence, resiliency. Yeah. I would add. <laughs> yeah. Another self comp yep, organized. I love it. Focused. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aware. I like that, Jamie. Thanks. Yes. So as we um and feel free to continue to share for everybody's benefit. I'm gonna go ahead and, and share my screen so I won't be able to continue to, to read those, but um I want to also just kind of say when Amy said next month, we're going to do another one next month. We actually are going to focus on confidence and wellness. So we won't get very much into confidence today, but just know that that's coming for next month. Okay. And so, so let's, um, let's go ahead and, you know, go forward. And as, as I share my screen, um, can everyone, can you see that thumbs up, Amy? Yep. Good. So let's, Let's take another moment and um, let me ask you a question. How focused and engaged will you be in the next 30 minutes on a scale from, say, one to seven? If you could put that in the chat and Amy, um, you can just read a few out if you want. Um, But just think about it for a minute and just say, how focused and engaged will you be in the next 30 minutes? I got it. Seven. I'm going to say probably a 10 for me since I have to hold my phone. I got some nines, some eights, three eights, a nine, a seven, eights, more eights. So, uh, so on a scale of one to seven, that's pretty good. No, I, I, know, my, I know, I know. But, okay. but the thing is, you know, the, I didn't ask the question to embarrass anybody or, you know, to put pressure on that you have to be at, you know, at the highest number, seven or 10 or whatever you heard. But it, it's it's more about in that moment when I asked that question, you had to think about something and you had to focus and you had to be aware, not only aware of where am I right now, but you were setting an intention for what you're going to be doing for the next little bit. It's just a great way to kind of practice what we're going to, what we're going to talk about today, because it all begins with awareness. You know, I mean, awareness is really, you know, it's the foundation of all leadership development. It's, it's critical um, when we are thinking about mental wellness as well. So, you know, there's a process of when you observe your thoughts or your feelings from um, almost, I almost say want to say a distance, you know, when you are actually watching yourself do something, I, I would call it dual awareness. But when you can observe that without judging them, 
you're in a state of mindfulness and you're open and you're present. And so in answering that question in a moment, you were kind of observing or looking ahead at yourself. And so when you think about awareness in that way, it's not just like, oh, I'm hot, I'm cold. It's like, I notice myself being hot or cold. There's a slight distinction, a slight difference. Okay. So, so I like to do something that um, I put together. I call it the 540 um, because it, it's, it's visual as well as it's mental. So I kind of walk it, walk you through it. it. And again, this is just, you know, a practice or a tool or something that you can take with you if it's helpful. If it's not helpful, that's fine. But, but the um, context of it will still be what we're going to talk about. So, you know, the first thing about the 540 is awareness of self. And so I'd like to say, you know, put, put your hand over your heart and just kind of take a breath. And just be aware of what's going on. And then as you take your next breath, just kind of do a half circle like in front of you. So that you know your your arm just kind of comes around a half circle, like the arrow on the screen. And just take another breath. And so that, you know, that half circle is a 180. And so as we go through this today, you know, we do the half circle, we're aware, and then we have an opportunity to assess, which is kind of now bring your hand back. And as a 360, you're aware and you're assessing yourself. Like I might say, I'm aware right now that I have the pleasure of talking to you. I'm also aware that I'm probably a little more tired than usual because I stayed up late last night after the game. You know, so little things like that. So I'm assessing the situation, saying, make sure that, you know, I'm speaking loudly enough or make sure of anything because I can assess. I can assess. And then once you assess, then you respond. And so that to me is sort of your straight line forward. We take a look at where we are, we assess the situation, and then we respond. You know, we talked about in the past sessions that that thinking path where we would just react um, very quickly. We feel something, we react to it. And so this is really about taking that little bit of pause after the first half circle, the first 180 to breathe so that you can assess. And, and that's what we'll be you know, going through today, kind of using this as, as a guideline for us and something that we can take with us. So as you're um, thinking about you know, your, where you are, it's, it's really about what is it you need to notice? What are the things that are going to help you um, cause you can notice if your feet are cold and there are a lot of things you can notice, but what's really going to help you. And so we're going to go through a couple of different things today about what to notice. And the first one are your energy tanks. Um, we'll, we'll go through that in detail. And, and I have obviously tanks in quotes because it, again, it's more of a visual. The next is something, um, you may or may not have been introduced to in the past called the window of tolerance, but um, you can also look at it as kind of the flow. You may have heard it as um, being in the flow. And then the third is the line of choice. We talked about this last month a little bit, and we're going to we're going to look at it again with just a slightly different view today. So when I talked about energy, I think this is one of the most important things for 
building a stronger self, um, being mentally well wherever you are, is understanding your energy and managing your energy. You know, we often talk about work-life balance um, or or you might hear something about, um, you know, balancing this or boundaries and all these different different ways of people talking about how to protect themselves or how how to manage their lives. But the most important thing is that managing energy, not time, is is very key to peak performance or best performance. And when we look at energy, we need to really look at it in all four domains, mind, body, heart, and spirit. And so data is found in all of them. And so like right now, if you think about it, um, what are you aware of, you know, in your mind? What are you aware of in your body? And if you take a moment, you can do an assessment of all four domains. And what's really important here is that is that you look at um, not only the energy level, but understand what fills those tanks, but also what depletes them. Because you know when 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 we are trying to manage a lot of things, we may take some things off our plate. We may say, you know, I don't have time for all of this. But what did you take off your plate? You know, because sometimes what we take off our plate is something that brings us energy. You know, we might miss um, meeting friends for coffee or something because you're looking at your schedule and I've got too much to do. Um, We might miss having that conversation with an elderly parent or relative because you got tied up in a meeting. And so while we are moving things off our plate. Sometimes those are things that actually bring us energy um, in our heart. They could be, you know, emotional energy. They could, it could be something that brings you some spiritual joy because you're connecting with something that's greater than you. And so think about, um, you know, people, activities, you know, anything that goes on that just completes your energy. Like, oh my gosh, I can't, I can't have another conversation around that, or I cannot watch the news today, or whatever it is, and just understand it. You know, I'm not in any way suggesting that you delete things that deplete energy, just that you notice them so that if those tanks become low, you know you need to refill them. You know, we talk about self-care, we talk about a lot of things, recognizing the, the issues or concerns you may have in separate domains will help you recognize what you need to do to fix it, right? If you have any questions or anything that, feel free, please, to, um, you know, jump off. But I would like to say, you know, we'll talk about homework at the end, but I would just say jot this down, um, and I do have it on the slide later, but as we do these sessions once a month, if, if you attend them, you know, I kind of like to look at it as more of a coaching thing where in between you do some homework because you can walk away from today and go, oh, that was great. Now I have to get back to work or I, I remember this. But if you take some homework to where you're you're actually intentionally doing something, you will have an opportunity to really advance what you've learned here. So I would say just simple homework. Think about your four domains. Um, what depletes them and what fills them. 
And you can think about it, you know, while you're at the grocery store, think about it anytime. It's it's not a sit down and have to do it, but really pay attention to what's going on in your life as as you um, go through the next few weeks and um, and where you're getting your energy. So this, you know, flow state, being in flow, I think you you probably have, have heard something like that. You know, it, it's kind of helpful to have a visual sometimes where you look at, you know, yes, you know, I, I'm not overly challenged to where I'm anxious, but I'm also not bored, you know, and so I'm working well, I'm in my flow state. Uh, I like to really take um, another psychological look at it, you know, other than that and really go to um, Dr. Dan Siegel's um, window of tolerance. It's something he developed. He's, you know, a clinical professor of psychology. And the window of tolerance kind of gives us a different view in that we have an optimal zone in which we operate. And so you can call it flow, or you can say, you know, I'm in the zone. But what I like about this is it gives us an opportunity to think about our daily activities, and what we know about our energy in a different way. And so we can, you know, we can take a look at this window and, you know, the little, you know, these are the things that happen during the day. You know, you have, you have peak things that are challenging. You have things that are just kind of mundane, you know, so during the day, these spikes can come and go, um, expectedly or unexpectedly. And so the the important part of this right now is to really pay attention to what that looks like in your day. And think about, oh, I don't know how many of you drive to work anymore, but if you do, you know, you're driving to work and somebody cuts you off and you're like, wow, they must be in a big hurry. And, you know, you kind of hit your brakes and let them in. And the next day, you're driving to work, somebody cuts you off and you're like, I can't believe they just pulled out like that in front of me. And you you feel all this energy coming up and you feel yourself different. You're the same person. Like you're absolutely the same person. What's the difference, right? Why yesterday it was fine and today it's not. And these things happen to us all the time with reactions to anything that goes on. And so when we look at the window of tolerance, what we can really look at here is, all right, now this window is closed. What has closed that window? You know, why why is it closed where now my spikes are outside of my zone, outside of that flow state, right? And so it's it's really healthy to recognize um, what may be happening with our window at any given time. And so I didn't sleep last night, okay? The baby was crying or I just got news that um, one of my parents fell and broke their hip and I'm, you know, running to the house. I mean, all of these things that happen, I got called into the office at work and I don't know what's what's wrong or, you know, we have different stresses that can spike at any time. And in order for us to be strong and maintain that, as some of you said, confidence and resilience, um, in in circumstances, we have to recognize where our window is. And so as we look at it, it's just be aware of what might shut it down. You know, not enough sleep, an argument, um, 
you know, just too much work, too much pressure, not enough, you know, all of those kinds of things, too much news, we, we can close our window and not be ready for what happens. And so what we want to look at is what is it that helps open our window? And here's where, you know, we think about, um, and I know in some of the past webinars, we've talked about keys, you know, deep breathing, listening to music, looking at art, reading a book, having coffee with a good friend or a conversation, um, flowers, walk in the woods, my dog, you know, all of the things, what opens your window? And this is a good thing, again, to look at in all four domains. You know, a walk can be physical, but it can also be mental, you know, because you might be thinking more clearly. It can be emotional because you love seeing the trees. So, you know, just look at um, what might open your window. And some of you may have practices right now. I always like to take advantage of all of the wisdom in the room or in this case online. So please um, just feel free while I'm talking to chat about things that help open your window because maybe someone else will read something you've you've written and it will help them um, help them find something that that helps keep them in the, in this great place. Shirley, I was um I was recently talking to a good friend of mine who um she she's very invested in her work, her work her her whole self sort of revolves around work even though she's a great mom and she's all these things but she's very her identity is very tied to her work. So we were talking about um you know when she gets into that state and and we I said why don't we make a list of things that make us happy, like things that we want to do. And that way, when you're in this state of like, you know, sort of going down the rabbit hole, you can just look at that list and be like, okay, I'm going to look at music. I'm going to listen to music, like you said, or I'm going to go take a walk around the block or whatever. You know, we kind of just started throwing them out. She said something like, you know, planning vacation. She likes to look for locations where she's going to vacation next or whatever that list looks like for you. But to have it on hand, I feel like is really helpful because when you're sort of in that state and you're super stressed, like you don't want to have to think about what I want to do. It's just, I'm going to do one of these things right now. I'm going to stop and take 15 minutes and just pick, you know, the easiest one off the list or the one that you want to do and just, you know, sort of get away from that going down that, that, that mental rabbit hole. So that was one thing that I thought was really a fun activity for us. Yes. I, I love it. I love having a list um, because sometimes, you know, I'll stand or take a breath or do something when I'm not being as productive. And 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 again, you don't you're not necessarily in a bad state when your window of tolerance is closed. Mm-hmm. It's just you're not able to handle things in the same strong way that you can other times. Yeah, and I'll say, the, the relaxing bath was on ours. That was on both of our lists. A nice hot bath. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Your candles, music. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the other thing that's really helpful about this sometimes, um, especially in relationships, like within your own home, is if you share this and you use this language, because sometimes, and I, I did this um, when when my boys were still living with us. I let them know about the window of tolerance. And sometimes I would say, oh, my window is not 
open very wide today, guys. I'm just letting you know, you know, and it was just, and so rather than saying, you know, I'm in a grouchy mood, because it wasn't necessarily that, it's just you sometimes knew you needed to recharge or regenerate. And that was language. It was a way to communicate for someone else to, and um, even in the workplace, you know, when we would do these talks prior to COVID, um, you know, it's good language sometimes just to use to let other people know, hey, I, I need some recharging. I need some me time. I need, I need something here to get myself back to what where you're used to seeing me without without saying, oh, I'm so down today, or you know, the negative language we say not to use. It's just like I need to get my window open, or you know, or something like that. And again, I've I've used it. In, I get anything I say, take it if it if it works for you, and if not, you know, we'll just move on here. So. I was going to say, did because I have three boys, did, did they listen to that? Did they? Did that oh, yeah. oh, they, oh, they totally, they totally got it. Cause they're like, I, I don't want to, you know, they didn't, you know, they would just give me space. They, they totally got it. They didn't want to be, um, yeah. And then I'd come back after I did whatever I needed to do. And, you know, it's, it's not so much a pronouncement is it's just a way to let people know if I respond or something's a little off, it's, you know, yeah. I've got to work at that. Setting a boundary. Like, yeah. 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 It's amazing. Right. Um, you know, I always say leadership training and parenting is the same thing <laughs> because, you know, like there, you, you put different language to things and you find what resonates with you, but all of the principles of communication and, and having people really understand what's going on is, is so important in, in all in all cases, whether it's family, whether it's work, friends. So, okay. So, and then um, I'd like you just for one second again, you know, just right now, no judgment whatsoever. Just notice your thoughts. Just take 20 seconds. Just notice what am I thinking right now? And just in those moments, you know, you can do that anytime. Just notice your thoughts and and say them. It's like, I'm thinking right now that I'm not going to get this proposal written by the deadline. Or I'm, you know, and you just say things out loud and you, you can then recognize where things are coming from sometimes. So again, you know, your brain uses all your thoughts. Um and and so while our you know and our minds will accept truth as criticism, you know, or criticism is truth, but we also will accept affirmations as truth. So again, you know, notice your thoughts and what you're telling your brain as as you go through the day. So last month we talked a little bit about the line of awareness when we were talking about um, limiting beliefs and stress. And so we kind of went through, you know, being below the line and being above the line. I'd like to give it a little bit of a different look right now and just say, you know, above the line, think about yourself as your hero, you know, just what's your hero pose? You know, you might see a little kid like this or, you know, think about it, but just as you're sitting in your chair or if some of you are standing, you know, just strike a pose that feels strong to you. What's my hero? And and just remember that as well, because 
because when you when you strike a hero pose, it also tells your brain this is what's going on with me. I am strong. I am this. But conversely, it's so easy to be a victim. And as as a victim, you're below the line. And so it I think sometimes when you're thinking, am I above the line? Am I below the line? Am I where I want to be? You know, what is Shirley talking about here? Think of it in a way of, am I being the hero of my own story? If I were watching myself on a movie screen right now, am I proud? Are these the things that I want to be? Or am I being a victim? I'm one where I'm going, oh, no, don't say that. Don't do that. And so, again, watch yourself. And there's there's great language to kind of help you identify where you might be. And as we said, you know, um, before, whatever you're thinking goes goes um, straight to your brain and your brain, your brain will internalize that. But if you change your language just enough and you think about what could be and you really go from a judgment place where like I take everything personally and I'm judging it into a place of curiosity. Like, I wonder why I got called into the office. I wonder why she's being so rude to me today instead of saying, um, she's going to be so rude to me. You know, it's just, I wonder why I wonder what's going on with her. You know, that's, that's not what I would expect, you know, and just, just kind of sitting back. I always, want to say your curiosity brings around compassion as well. So being strong is allowing yourself that openness to wonder, the openness to to not assume the worst, but to assume that there's more to the story and to, and to be curious enough to ask about it. So, you know, sometimes we talk about higher self, lower self. There's so much out there with different words and language. So again, find what works for you in terms of the language. But in looking at um, all of this, you know, really look at, um, am I where I want to be? Or am I somewhere else? Right? So am I living where I want to sustain my, my strength? You know, and there's no perfect, but just notice, okay? So those are all the things to notice. And now it's really about what are we going to do? So again, here's the first 180. We take a pause and now let's assess where where do we want to go from here so that we can um, act with attention and show up strong. You know, and, and strong really comes from knowing what it is that you want to be. And as you put those words out right in the very beginning today, you know, strong, confident, um, focused, the different things that um, that may resonate with you. So pause. Um, again, a breath, stand up, walk around, get a glass of water. Sometimes in the middle of a situation, there's no time for anything but a quick breath or a count of three. You know, just that pause so that when you're bringing, you know, when you're thinking about that other 180 of coming back and you're assessing it, you know what you need to do to adjust before you act. 
And the other thing about a pause, we and we talked about this before, is that when when we have done the same thing over and over again for many years, or we've re- reacted a certain way, our brains our brains will follow that path. Our neural connectors will kind of continue just to automatically do that. Our automatic brain and a pause, even a breath, is is starting a new neural pathway, even if you shift back to the first one, but it it gives you an opportunity to start something new. So remember, it's not just, oh, it's a good idea to pause, but it actually, from a um, neuroscience perspective, makes a difference. So in the assessment now, let's take a look at um, what thoughts direct my actions? How do I want to show up? Who do I want to be? What do I want to do right now? What are my intentions? You know, what do I want to, what, what is important right now? So that assessment just gives you time for one question, two questions, whatever are the questions that align with, with what you want to do. You know, if you are in a work situation, it might just be, how do I want others to perceive me? You know, am am I being authentic? Is is this what I want? Just all of those things you can think about in advance. But in the moment, if you've thought about them in advance, in the moment, they'll come to you. And and so we really look at that moment of your being and your doing intersection, right? Because if you think about things in advance, if you're kind of doing your coaching type homework where where you're looking at how do I be myself? That's the best self. How do I, you know, look at things in a way that align with, with um, who I am, my values, your being, right? And just sometimes think about that. We don't always take the time to think about it. But when we do, our doing and our being intersection can actually look a lot more like this, right? A lot bigger intersection in that Venn diagram where you're authentic, you're stronger, and, and you're who you're supposed to be, right? So showing up strong. Um, I've thought about this a lot in terms of you know, how to share this in a way that, you know, um, that you'll take in the way that it's intended. Because sometimes when you say mind, body, heart, and spirit, people put a religious connotation with spirit. And um, and while that is perfectly fine, if that's where you want to be, it's also perfectly fine if it's not where you want to be. So it, it's really important to think about um, leaning on your spirit that domain is one that can absolutely feed the others and you can think of it as the motivation that comes to you you can think of it as that which is greater than me you can think about it in a lot of different ways but when we get stuck sometimes um, and, you know, we've got the monkey brain where everything's just, you know, running around, running around, and we're sort of stuck, or we're below the line, and you're like, yeah, I, I, I heard that. I'm supposed to be above the line and use different language, but I'm not there, you know, or when we have something really challenging happen to us, and um, it's 
it's hard to find language that says I'm grateful for this while all of this other thing is going on. This is a time where you look at your spiritual energy tank and whatever that means to you and understand that you can get a lot of your strength in that domain, which will then help feed your other three domains. So, you know, take that for however that lands on you. Um, You know, we're all different. So share whatever, so share whatever um, you're comfortable with in the chat with others as well, if if that's something. So, so today, um, you know, what we've covered, I just want to do kind of a quick recap uh, is that, you know, awareness in the present, dual awareness, looking at yourself, noticing how my mind is, noticing how my heart, my my body, my spirit are, noticing those things um, so that you can then put healthy practices in to sustain that energy and flow. And, and one of the things, and, and Amy, I think I've said this to you, but um, I'll share with everyone. If, if you ever want to just, you know, email or text me or just say, hey, share some things on this. I have resources on all of this that go a lot deeper. Um, in 45 minutes, it's hard to always share all of that. So I always want to give you a taste of these things, but feel free. Um, you know, this this really is for you. And I want to make sure that you get the most out of it. So if you're looking for practices or if you feel stuck on something, feel free to, to reach out to me um, so, and I can share. And you can also feel free to give feedback of the things that you'd want to have included in some of the sessions I'm doing too, because it's very easy for me to pull in um, pull in a lot of different things under the topics that Amy and I have discussed. So again, awareness in the present, healthy practices for your energy, Use the 540 if that's helpful, just mentally sometimes just kind of going, where am I? What's happening? How do I want to respond so I'm aligned with my intentions? You know, how do I make sure my intentions are um, or or my actions are where I want them to be, which is that strong hero self. And the last thing is just, you know, lean on your spiritual domain. Know that that has a lot of strength for you. So homework, as I said, you know, what depletes my energy, what brings me energy and helps keep that window open. And um, what does my hero look like, sound like, do, you know, just, you know, I ask that if you have an opportunity and you want to journal or write these things, that is really strong. But if you just want to think about it so that you can be ready for these situations, like Amy said, you know, we made the list. Um, listen, it's helpful to take the time and do that. So just remember that hero pose. And, uh, um, and I think sometimes when we are in difficult situations, it doesn't mean that we're below the line. It means our life is having difficult situations, but we can still behave above the line. And gratitude is always one of the best ways um, to do that because when we're grateful for something, we're always above the line. So I love this quote. Um, I'm thankful for my struggle because without it, I wouldn't have stumbled across my strength. 
And so, you know, when we live with our hero, um, we can find our strength. So um, I'm open for questions if you want. Here's my email, my phone number. You can text. If you do text or text me, like I don't answer my phone unless I know who it is, but you can always text and say, I was on this and here's some questions or I'd like some information. Please, you know, feel free. Um, No charge. It's just my gift. So thank you. Thank you, Shirley. I I love that. Um, the hero. What does your hero look like? I was even thinking that would be a very cool um like team building thing to do, um, or an icebreaker or something, you know, to to get people to start to think about um their strong inner self. But awesome. I always feel um so good after sessions with you. <laughs> so really happy so and I'm great. I have a lot of gratitude towards you for, um, for doing this for us. So we really do appreciate it. Uh, Sarah is going to drop in the chat, the link for next month's session, um, which is entitled, I just got out of there. Um, better me in 2023 mental wellness, developing a confidence mindset. So, um, that'll be the third session of the six that, that Shirley's doing with us. And um, I did, Jamie, I know, I think you're still on here. I'm on my phone, so it's hard for me to tell right away. But um, I'm also talking to Jamie Akers and Jesse Lopez to bring some additional um, sessions, you know, on the off weeks that Shirley's here to to um, to the Better Me in 23 series as well. So thank you so much, Shirley. Appreciate you. Um, I hope everybody... Well, I hope nobody's really hung over, but I hope everyone gets some <laughs> sleep tonight and has a great week. And if any of you who are on the call are going to be in San Diego, um, super excited to see all of our mortgage friends um, in, a, in a few weeks, because that definitely opens my window. <laughs> there was one other thing I saw. It was just a quick thing on TikTok. I, it was somebody... I don't know who she was, but she was speaking to Oprah, but it just really resonated with me. And there she was talking about keeping your cup filled, like what you do for other people. And if your cup runneth over, like what runs over should be for everybody else. But what you have to keep, if you know, if you're giving too much to other people where your cup is not full, then that makes them a thief. Then they're like stealing essentially time for, you know, from your cup. So I thought the runneth over thing was very um, interesting because I don't know if I know anybody who always has a full cup, you know, just Mm -hmm. in this world uh, with work and kids and all the things that we have on our plates um, that I think about that a lot. Like, how do I make my cup full so that what runneth over that I can give to my kids and my husband and my work and everything else. So Anyway, just I'm rambling. Food for thought. (laughs) Thank you, everyone. Have a great week and we'll see you in March. Surely I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thanks. Sign up for the next one. We sure will. Awesome. (laughs) Have a good day. For more information about how you can get involved with TMC Connect and witness the power of the network firsthand, please visit us at mortgagecollaborative.com.